Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast, guys. They were talking about I ate too much during the Super Bowl. Now it's Valentine's Day. What the heck do I do? Because I'm sure a few of you ladies are freaking out because maybe you had some extra treats, you had some fun, and then you went, oh shoot, it's Valentine's Day. You know, your husband or your boyfriend or maybe your friends have a Valentine's Day, or maybe you guys like are gonna go out to eat, or maybe you have a whole bunch of chocolate, whatever the case might be. And you're kind of overwhelmed because you're like, I really want to lose weight. And I really want to like, you know, be healthy and like really try and like, just basically get back on track, but I'm not in the spot that I thought I was going to be in. And of course, like right as I got on track, now I'm falling off track and what's going on and I'm going to eat so much food and all this kind of stuff. And it can be very overwhelming. And a lot of the times when you have this happen, you're also going to find that you just like your brain just starts going crazy, right? Like it just starts going crazy with all these thoughts. You're like, you know, I'm overweight, or I don't look good in this, or I'm scared because, you know, I'm going to eat this, and then I'm going to gain weight, or I'm going to eat this, and then I'm not going to be able to stop. And then I'm going to eat a whole bunch of other stuff and all these kind of things. And it spirals quite a bit. And when that happens, ladies, the biggest thing is, is like, the problem that you're really facing is, is that like, you don't really know what it looks like to be on track anymore, right? As soon as you have anything, that's not like a healthy food, you're like, I'm off track, there's no way I can do this, I'm screwed, all this kind of stuff. Where in reality, like, Yes, like it's not the greatest thing in the world. Like obviously you shouldn't eat like an entire pack of mini eggs, but at the same time, like if you do nothing like remotely is going to like necessarily happen because of it. It's not like, you know, you had a little bit too much mini eggs and now like you're automatically going to gain weight. Like that's not how it works. And so the faster that you figure out and you start like basically reconditioning your current mindset, your habits, the easier it's going to be for you guys to get through the holidays. Like whether it's Valentine's Day, Super Bowl, whether it's Easter, whether it's the summer coming up. Like, I can't tell you how many times I get people in the summer who are like, oh yeah, haha, like, you know, I get fit, but I'm drinking, right? And then like summer ends and it's like, oh, well, you know, school's coming back, so can't do it. And then it's like, oh, Thanksgiving, can't do it. Christmas, can't do it. New Year's, can't do it. And like, by the time they know it, it's like the next year, right? Like, it's just like, it's insane. But if you actually know how to get through the holidays without completely sabotaging yourself, it's a lot easier to just keep going, right? So it's like you keep falling off track because you think that there's an on and an off track. And also because every time you start something, it has to be like the exact way that you picture it. Otherwise, there's no way that it could be you know, useful. And so the thing is, it's like what I'm challenging you guys to like start thinking about is that, you know, just because it might not look the way that you thought it looked doesn't mean it can't be effective. How many of you guys have kids or a job that you thought was going to go one way and it did not go the way that you thought it was going to go, right? Like I'm going to be this mom that gets up and does all these things. And meanwhile, it's like eight o'clock and you're like, hit your snooze and you're like, okay, go to school. Let's go. Right. Like it's like, it's sometimes it's very, very different than what you had envisioned in your head, but it doesn't mean that it can't be still good. It can't be something that like, 
it's still gonna be something that like you're super proud of. It's still gonna be something that's super fun. It's still something that like you guys like obviously love your kids, even though it's you know, you're not getting up five in the morning and maybe doing like volcano experiments. Like, you know, it's not exactly like what you maybe had pictured, but at the same time, like your kids are happy, they're healthy, they're doing their thing, or like if you're career oriented or both, right? It's like maybe you thought like as soon as you were like, you know, top shit that everything was gonna go the way that you thought, and you know, it's gonna be you're going to feel super successful and you're going to be, feel so empowered. And then you get there and you're like, I have more stress than ever. Like, why did I do this? Like, what's going on? Right. And it's like, you still have those moments that you really like it, but sometimes you have those moments when you don't. And the same thing goes with fitness. It's like, sometimes just because you think you have to be super restrictive, sure. Slowly you might learn that you don't have to be, but the feeling, the feeling does not always go away. Right. So you might be like, well, I know, I know in my head that I can have this and not gain weight, but I don't know that feeling like that feeling is still like, Oh my God, I'm going to gain weight. And so when you constantly have that feeling, it's constantly that push and pull between do I go do extra cardio? Do I go punish myself? Do I restrict my favorite foods? Do I make sure that I don't eat anything unhealthy for the next few days? What am I doing? Right? And it's like, you don't have to do that. But me just saying that isn't going to help you. Because as soon as that happens, and you eat some chocolate today, or you know, you drink an extra glass of wine, you're going to go right back into that. Oh my God, I'm going to gain weight. What's going on kind of mindset. And so you need to work through that. Like you have to heal your relationship with food. And so if you're watching this right now and you're like, Oh yeah, that's me. Like Super Bowl, uh Oh, or like, you know, I, um, or you went to, you know, go have like, you're starting to make plans for tonight and you're just like, Oh my God, like, what are we going to do? Then this is a sign for you guys that like, you have some relationship with food, like issues, like you got to heal some stuff because there's something somewhere where someone told you that you can't have certain things and lose weight, or maybe you ate certain things at a certain point in your life when you were overweight. And so you're associating the foods that you ate with being overweight. There's so many different things. And so like, what do you guys actually need to do after the Super Bowl, after Valentine's Day, honestly, first things first, like if we're talking preventative, choose healthier options, like go to a restaurant that doesn't just have burgers and sandwiches, pick one that has some main courses that you can consume. You guys know that if you're in Sarnia, I freaking love brownstones. They've got smothered chicken. It's my favorite thing ever or their grilled salmon, right? It's like choose a main. It's a little bit more pricey. Yes. But like at the same time, do you want to feel like you're back on track? Or do you want to feel kind of crappy at the end of the day? Like, you can try and save five bucks, but I'm just saying if you're going out, you might as well enjoy the food that you're eating, right? So it's like the way that we started doing takeout and fast food is more so that like we'll go to restaurants that we actually enjoy the food for. We don't just get takeout because it's quick and we want takeout. Like if we need something fast and we want something that's good, we'll go eat something. But we tended to start choosing options that were easier to consume. So for example, like you could go to Subway, they have lower calorie options. And sometimes lower calorie doesn't also mean better guys. Like it doesn't, it's not the same because you can get like a hundred calorie pack of pretzels, but there's no nutrients in it. So it's like, it doesn't, I don't know. I've started looking more at like the nutrients and how things make me feel as opposed to like, if they're a lower calorie option, which took some time to do, but it was very important for me. And it's like, yeah. So when you look at options, it's like, you can have different things. Like maybe instead of making nachos, you make nachos on, like you cut up potatoes and do like potato chips. And then you do cheese and jalapenos and whatever, and you or like a bowl of buffalo chicken, or you have maybe you make like Greek yogurt dip instead of using sour cream. All of those things are little options that you can do. The other thing is, is like if you get takeout, like I said, entrees, you can get appetizers that are sometimes like just meat, right? Like if you go to Boston Pizza, they have those like spicy chill Thai chicken bites. It's all protein, right? And then you get a side with it. So then it's like literally a whole bowl of protein, and then you just grab a side. 
Sometimes you have to look for the ingredients on the list and you can find different things that still taste good and taste like, you know, fun. But most of the times, like there's tons of entrees that you can choose that are really, really great. And the thing is, is that like, normally when you look at the menu, you're like, I don't want like chicken, veggies and rice, but it's not the same as when you're at home eating chicken, veggies and rice. It tastes way different. It's way better to be honest. Right. And so like, the thing is, is like understanding too, that just because you're out and you're eating quote unquote, the same thing you have at home, it's not necessarily means that it's like tasting the same. And then, or you could do vice versa, which is like, what are things that you like to eat out? How can you make those at home and make them a little bit healthier? Right? Like if you go out and eat a Caesar wrap, can you make it at home and do like maybe lower fat seasoning or whatever, like dressing, right? Or like, you know, if you have fries out, can you cut up fries and put them in the air fryer, right? So it's like, do you have different options that you can utilize? It's a lot easier. Someone said Krabby's and Bad Dogs has some powerful options, 100%. They're more nutrient dense. You're going to find that when you go home, you actually are full. Because like a lot of the times, ladies, like you'll eat something like a lot of ladies, they find that eat salads or eat flatbreads when they're out. They'll then go home and eat other food because they aren't actually satisfied with the meal that they had when they went out. So then when they get home, they want to eat more foods. And I understand that that can be very tempting because you're like, well, I ate out and now I'm eating at home, but now you're still going home and binging anyway. So you might as well just when you go out, eat something that's going to make you satisfied. And if the portion is really big, so normally for portions, guys, it's like protein is the size of your palm. Then you have veggies are the size of your fist, complex carbs, like rice, potatoes, things like that are the size of your palm. If you cup it, and then thumbs are like the size of your fats, or you just do trace fats. That's normally the goal when you look at a plate of food. So the thing is, is like when you're out and you look at a hamburger and fries, it's like, okay, so the meat, yeah, is about the size of my hand. Fats kind of just trace fats. It is what it is at that point. Carbs, definitely like at least two cupfuls of carbs because you got the bun and then you also have like the fries. And then also there's trace fats in the fries because they're deep fried, right? So you're going to have more carbs, more fats. So it's like just understanding that that's a higher carbon fat meal than it is protein. And like, that's okay. But then you just account for it. You know, that the rest of your day, if I want to go eat that, then I'm probably going to consume a little bit less carbs and fats throughout the day. Whereas like, if I know that I'm going to eat something like salmon, veggies, and rice, then I normally am just eating normally. And then by the time that I get to dinner, I just eat until I'm full and then I stop and that's it. And like, if there's some extra, that's awesome. If there's not, then there's not. And like, that is what it is. So I don't think you guys have to do anything. Like I wouldn't go do crazy amounts of cardio. What that's going to do is just ramp up your hunger signal. So like, you're just going to notice that if you do like 40 minutes of cardio and you're trying to kill yourself on that thing, like you're just like, like just going, you're going to notice that like, you're going to be hungrier later. It's probably not going to help you much. And also like, you can't out like it's so hard to outburn. Like if you're trying to burn like five, six, seven hundred calories, it's so hard to outburn it. Like it just doesn't. It's very, very hard. I think there was a I can't remember who actually did the study, but there was someone who tried to outburn. They ate ten thousand calories and then tried to burn them off, and they spent the entire next day, like twenty four hours straight, like just moving, biking, rowing, like everything that they could possibly do. And I think they got to like six or 7,000 calories. Like he could not do it. Like it just like was not a thing. And obviously like the measuring trackers are, are not accurate, but it just gives you an idea that like, there's not even a point of trying to outwork your calories. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. Like there's no point. There really isn't a point. And so that's why you see also so many people that work out and do so much cardio and they never lose the weight that they want to lose. It's because their nutrition is all over the place. Like as soon as I see like, Hey, I've been trying so many things and I can't lose the weight. I'm just like, okay, so like you have no idea how much food you're eating. You have no idea how much protein you're eating. You're not eating in a deficit. You probably have relationship with food issues that we have to get through. And like, that's where we're starting, right? Like that's hundred percent it. 
because otherwise you'd be able to consume the food that you want to consume in moderation if you didn't have other attachments or feelings attached to it. It's just how it goes. Just how it goes. I've been doing this for like 10 years. I know how it goes. Y'all can't hide from me at this point. Okay. I already know. So it's all good. But yeah, during the Super Bowl, during the Valentine's Day, the biggest thing that I can say is like, instead of just going and being like, you know, like, oh, this is fine, whatever, like, it's okay, I'm not going to gain weight. But like, you know, I'm kind of sad about it, blah, blah, blah. That's like, also not okay, either. Like, I think you literally have to sit down and be like, okay, what is making me feel upset about the food that I'm consuming? Well, I'm scared that I'm going to gain weight. Okay, valid. Okay, what is making me feel this way? Well, you know, every time that I've eaten these foods, I've been heavier, or I've gained weight, or I haven't been able to lose weight. Have I ever tried to eat these and lose weight? Probably not right? So it's like, if you haven't tried to eat these and also lose weight, then it's probably also harder for you to like, you know what I mean? It's hard to back that up because there's nothing that really makes sense with it. Like you have all this evidence for yourself that when you restrict calories and you increase cardio, you lose weight, but like you're now associating restricting calories with taking out foods that you enjoy. So you can also keep some of those foods in, but because it's easier for you to do all in all out kind of mentality, you're getting stuck in that. And it's just kind of like screwing things up because you don't really know what you're supposed to be eating, what you're not supposed to be eating. You know what I mean? Like it gets really messy. And that's when I normally say reach out for help. But if you guys are looking for anywhere to start, like I said, don't try and outburn your calories. It doesn't make any sense. Also with your foods, just like start asking yourself some questions. Like, why am I upset when I eat this? Like, why do I feel so guilty when you're looking at food and you're like romanticizing it? It's like, why, what makes me like literally like go crazy around this food? What makes me think that I can't have it? Like, why am I telling myself that I can't have these certain foods if I want to lose weight? right? And then it's also being honest with yourself. Like, have you been trying to lose weight for a really long time, right? Like if you've been trying to lose weight for like two, five, 10, 15 years, you're probably not doing something correctly. Like, and I'm not saying that you're doing anything like necessarily wrong or right, but it's like, after like seven years of trying, it's like, maybe it's time to like, see if there's another way because your weight clearly isn't working, right? Like it just isn't working. And I'm just not, I'm not saying that to be mean, but it's like, you've been trying to lose weight for seven years, it's either like, at this point, psychologically, you need to talk to somebody because like, your mindset around food is like really messed up. And you're just like, not really able to stick to anything. Or your relationship with yourself is kind of in a weird spot where you now don't believe that you can do anything that you say you're going to do. You know, you have some trauma and stuff that like, you know, keeps you reaching for food, that kind of stuff. Or like the last thing is, is just like, you know, are you actually putting in the work? Or are you lazy? Like, let's just be let's just call it for what it is. If you're not really willing to like push yourself during your workouts, you know, you half-ass it, but you check it off the list to just say it's done. And then you basically are just eating like crap food and trying to put it into your my fitness pal. I normally don't like using that wording with food. But the thing is, is like if you guys are eating things that don't have any nutrients in it all the time, there's only so far you can go before like you're deficient in certain things. You don't have enough iron, you don't have enough zinc, you don't have enough magnesium. Like it's not that you can't have these things in moderation, but when your whole diet is made out of those foods, like there's no way that you can do that. And I had someone actually come at me the other day for saying like crap food. But I was like, I feel like I keep saying non nutrient dense foods, and I keep saying nutrient dense foods, and people are getting confused. So like, just to be honest, guys, non nutrient dense food is food that doesn't have any nutrients in it. It's foods that are like the fun foods. It's the foods that you eat sometimes like, and it's like, we're all adults here. And I think like, obviously, food mindset's very important. But you also have to understand that like, you can't eat those things every single day all the time. And that's not what we're promoting here. It's like, you need to make sure that you're also eating things that have nutrients and have minerals and have vitamins. It's not just about like, what's the lowest calorie option. 
And so sometimes when you go out, a win is eating something that has way more calories. Maybe you get a burger and fries, but this time you get salmon and chicken and veggies or whatever, salmon and veggies and rice. It's like those have way more nutrients. And so even though you might be eating the same amount of calories, like the thousand to 1200 calories, you still are eating something that has actually like nutrients that your body can use as opposed to just eating like deep fried stuff that makes your, your stomach hurt and like your gut feel weird. And you go to the bathroom for like four hours. You know what I mean? So also start thinking about how foods make you feel after you consume them. And also like understand that sometimes you're just going to want things because they're delicious and you want them. I love mini eggs. I'm going to eat mini eggs around Easter probably because I want a few. Like it's not that, you know, I'm not trying to lose weight anymore. I'm not trying to gain weight or whatever. But it's like there are some times when you can just like enjoy these things and kind of go on. But it's just like if you're eating these foods and then punishing yourself for it, it's it kind of like takes the fun out of it. Like, why would you eat a piece of pizza and then just like be mean to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, it just like, what's the point? Like, you might as well just go eat chicken and broccoli and save yourself like all the guilt, right? It just doesn't make sense. So it's like, until you guys really heal your relationship with food, the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, a birthday, Christmas, Easter, like the summer, these things are all going to get in your way until you heal that because there's, you're going to find that each time something comes up, you get stopped and you're not able to get through it effectively. So that's kind of where I would start guys. And so we'll do some more like episodes on that as well. But that's definitely where I would start is just like, you know, understanding what foods make you feel what understanding that these things are also temporary, and you can enjoy these things in moderation. And then also understand that as long as you're eating nutrient dense foods, like quite frequently, like you should be fine that way. And don't get caught up in the if it fits your macros, because like, at the end of the day, yes, you need to eat some more like nutrients, and you need to eat some more foods and things like that. But it's just like, you don't need to, to outwork your cardio, like outwork your food. It's very hard to, you don't need to do anything afterwards, except for like get back into momentum. But the reason why I went over like your relationship with food, and I went over nutrient dense foods and things like that is because if you're going back to a routine after like the Super Bowl or after Valentine's Day, and it's not a routine that actually is set up sustainably, you're going to notice that you're back into the same loop. So when people say like, should I get back into routine? I don't necessarily agree. And it's because I think your routine is flawed. And if your routine is flawed, then you're just going to have the same problem next time. So what you need to do is how can I become 1% better after these holidays in order to see the changes that I want to see? Cool. I hope you have the best day ever. And thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mouse Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.